0: Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane.
1: Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get
0: your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.
2: I don't want to say I even think. I know I wasn't, but I really wanted to be straight.
1: michelle carling well we're recording with two microphones i know
0: we did it we scared everyone by saying that that was going to be our last podcast episode so we apologies uh, apologies all around but we have semi figured out how to work with two microphones
1: yeah so now we're recording with two microphones which i think is great except we can both hear each other in each other's microphone yeah i don't know whatever well, I mean, it's a big whatever to me. I see people all the time podcasting all the time with <laughs> like four people. They each have their own mic. They're all just sitting around.
0: we'll We'll figure it out. <clears throat> we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: Um, happy time between Christmas and New Year's.
0: Yes, it's that time where we're gonna see all those memes where it's like it's the time between Christmas and New Year's where no one knows what time or day it is. Oh, literally people post that like.
1: I did have to look today to see what day it was.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what day it is, but it doesn't really matter. Who
1: cares? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Last week when our episode came out, it was the middle of a GD snowstorm. Oh
0: my gosh. It was insane. This was
1: the most snow we've had, I think they said in two years, in like one dump. Yeah. And it was wild. Mm -hmm. And I ended up in a ditch. Yes. And I just texted you that said, shoot, I'm in a ditch. (laughs)
0: gosh darn it (laughs) gosh
1: golly but that was really scary I've never ended up in a ditch before yeah
0: that is scary one time I did end up in a ditch I was driving to my work and it was on like a country road and I had to turn left to go into the parking lot but my car just kept going and it went like straight into a ditch
1: where here
0: yeah and like when I worked at um no when I worked at the catering company
1: oh yeah
0: and so I had to like walk in and then people came out and like pulled my car out it was like my little red car
1: oh there was a little red car that could yeah um is that the one that you never got an oil change in
0: (laughs) New coming.
1: but then didn't you go and you said like oh like
0: i made up this elaborate (laughs) i made up this elaborate story that i had gone to europe For, like, six months, and I lent my car to my sister, and she never got an oil change. Oh, my God. I've never been to Europe, and I do not have a sister that I know of.
1: Incredible.
0: (laughs) I was too embarrassed.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. But anyway, I ended up in a ditch, Mm -hmm. and they were saying on the radio it was a 10-hour wait for roadside assistance. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, crap. I was just trying to get home from work. And so I'm like on I was probably like a quarter to a third of the way into the ditch so I was cleared from the lane but cars were coming past me so fast Mm -hmm. and I was like shoot I'm gonna get hit so I didn't want to get out of my car and so then this truck came by and he he stopped and then he backed up towards me and this like little stout man got out and he was like I'm gonna pull you out and I was like oh like I, you know, I'm, I'm hard. About. I live here now. It's fine. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? Like, I feel bad. And he's like, I'm pulling you out. And then <laughs> how you
0: can't even advocate for yourself while you're in a ditch. I know. You can't be like, OK, thank you. No, like, I you was know, just going to like gonna- send
1: him on his way <laughs> and just wait 10 hours in my car. Um, <laughs> And then just my luck, Um, this like roadside, I don't know, like construction crew type dealie showed up. And mm. these two guys in. Like, red safety vests got out with shovels, and they were going to shovel me out. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, no, I'm just going to pull her out. And so they blocked the lane with their, like, big sign while the guy pulled me out. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yay for that man. And then we have
1: since paid it forward. Like, last night, we pushed a U-Haul out of the intersection right outside of our house.
0: Oh, gosh. That's rough. We were trapped in the house for two days, basically, because of the snow. Like, my... Driveway was had like three feet of snow on it, yeah. Not maybe not that much, but it was no, it was co- like it was a lot, yeah. And so, finally, um, I think it was like Wednesday evening, maybe my nephews came over and were digging me out. And then, our friend Jen, she's so funny because she's just like so like to the point. She's like, Is your driveway shoveled yet? And I was like, Well, they're working on it. She's like, I'm sending Matt over with a <laughs> snowblower, I <was> like, okay. <laughs> that's so nice. So Matt and I guess one of their neighbors and their son came and he was done in like, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. Yeah. And the amount of snow was insane.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of snow.
0: Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, a white Christmas. I'm like, I would rather not.
1: Like, <laughs> no, thank no. you.
0: I don't. It doesn't, doesn't like, it doesn't feel like Christmas anyways this year. Yeah. And like no amount of snow is going to make it feel like Christmas. Yeah.
1: And then it was Christmas time.
0: It was Christmas time.
1: And Lindy and I love you and your kids so much. We woke up at 5 a.m.
0: I know. That was so nice of you.
1: And then drove here and we got here for 6.15 a.m. Yes. And your kids were all awake.
0: They were all awake.
1: I never believe them when they say they're going to wake up that early. I'm like.
0: And you know what? Neither do I because they do what they normally sleep until like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I mean, even Kate would sleep until like 10 sometimes. But I—I mean, just with Christmas, like I remember being a kid and not being able to sleep at all, and you're looking at the clock over and over, and then finally it's like four thirty, and you're like, "Uh, "I think I should probably go wake up my parents." Yeah, (laughs) sounds like a good time to uh, get presents. Please hold. Son is making chicken strips in the oven, and it's—it takes a lot of instruction.
1: (laughs) I mean, they gotta learn.
0: I know. He was like, "I'm hungry." earlier i was like okay well i'm like if you're hungry ask everyone else if they're hungry yeah and turn on the oven and put some chicken strips in it like yeah i would have to do that as well or i could like keep folding laundry and you yeah. could do it right like
1: i know i feel like 12 like yeah if he's gonna be a good like roommate partner friend yeah you gotta learn to cook
0: totally yeah
1: none of this like our grandparents generation where like when my grandma passed away uh, he didn't know how to cook yeah he didn't know how to clean he like he knew how to rebuild a car, mow the lawn, fix the thing. Like, he knew how to do everything outside. Plumbing, like, but he didn't know how to cook for himself.
0: My dad was the same way. Like, my, after the twins were born, my dad went to Phoenix by himself, and my mom stayed here to help me. Yeah. Until after Christmas, and my mom had to, like, walk him through how to, like, turn on the washing machine or how to cook and, it's just funny, like it's such a generational thing. my grandpa was the same, like my grandma <clears throat> cooked for him constantly, yeah, he passed away before her, but I was like, if she had passed away before him, yeah, he would have been so lost,
1: yeah like, that's what happened to my grandpa, yeah, and he got real fond. He would just buy like like pies and like <laughs> like microwave meals yeah. and like that's not, and he wasn't used to eating like that, right, yeah, um, but that's why I think there's such a we owe it to kids to like teach them how to like do laundry, yes. clean a toilet, yeah. cook lunch, like, like you know, because you're not just gonna get married and have the other half take care of half the things.
0: Well, yeah, I would hope not. Yeah. Some people think that, but yeah, well,
1: they are wrong.
0: I mean, there's kids that are on Top Chef Junior making like full steak lobster dinners, like with Bernays where do we get those sauce? kids? I know, right? swap one of mine out for one of
1: those (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking for a return policy
0: if i could get one that can cook i'd really appreciate that
1: um but how was christmas for you i know it's like not the greatest time of year
0: yeah no it was it was okay it was just the lead up to christmas i was having a really hard time i had a few meltdowns and a few like again like my grief comes out in my motivation just like flies out the window i feel like i can't get going I see a million things that need to be done and I become so overwhelmed that I can't do any of it so I need to pause this
1: all right we're back I'm just an <laughs> idiot and I didn't see any squiggly lines for my bar it's because I wasn't talking god
0: dumbass we're, learning. we're <laughs> learning but anyways uh the Wednesday was a really bad day for me I couldn't get anything done plus I was trapped in the house yeah And the kids were off school and the little kids were home from daycare because their parking lot was Yeah, nobody could get in. Right. So um, that was like, a oh, this is all the things I have to do. I can't do any of it. I just need to, like, lay in my bed because I can't function. But the next day I kind of got up right away and ran a bunch of errands first thing, got the kids to help me clean the house and... And, yeah, Christmas morning was fun. I mean, they opened their presents, and they were happy, and we had a good breakfast, and you guys were here, and...
1: Yeah, it was so much fun. And then you left
0: in the middle of the day, and my parents dropped off gifts, and um, then my mother-in-law came over and also dropped off gifts. Yeah. Anyways, but, yeah, survived. It was yeah, so cute. I think
1: my favorite part was watching your kids' faces... As you opened the gifts from them.
0: Yes, that was really sweet. Um, Carly went out and picked out a bunch of gifts. Gifts. And I'm going like, <laughs> to be weird by it. Presents that um, she, she knew that I would like. And then the kids picked what they wanted to give me and yep. wrapped them. Yeah. That was really cute. Thank you for that. But
1: just their little faces, I like know. watching you open gifts that are from them, yeah, they It's were just really like excited. the sweetest thing.
0: And it was all the things I love, like. Chocolate and mug and candle and some socks. Yeah. And lots of face masks.
1: Although, ironically, I feel like I never see you in socks.
0: I hate socks, honestly. Yeah. But I will wear them every once in a while. Yeah. Like, the other day, my mother-in-law got me really nice, those, like, kind of slipper socks. Mm, Yeah. And I wore those because my feet were freezing. But for the most part, I hate socks. Yeah. But that's why my feet are so, like, nasty. Oh.
1: Um, but then you got your fur nephews. No, your yeah, fur niece and nephews. Yeah, some gifts
0: because they're so cute. I know. I got all the puppies some a toy that I thought that they would like.
1: Yeah. Um, that stuffed piece of pizza is by far the household favorite. Everybody <laughs> I got cares about Tony. I know he's he's, Italian. he's <laughs> Italian. He likes his pizza. Yeah, Christmas was nice. After we went home, we had a nap and played with the dogs, and then came back and you fed us
0: more food Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was good it was nice to kind of not have the pressure on of hosting yeah like a bunch of people and you guys know what my house looks like on a daily basis so it's not like I have to be pretend that I you know no I think the whole yeah
1: the whole day was really good
0: yeah it was good
1: what else I feel like it's been so much longer than a week since our last episode but it's just like so much has happened And this I know, is it feels weird. This is like our last main feed episode of the year. Of the year, yeah. You had written down that you wanted to talk about your Uber experience.
0: <sighs> Let me get on my high horse about this Uber driver yesterday. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. So. Carling was at home editing the podcast, and she was doing a bunch of work, and I was like, I'm going to send her some coffee. Because you're the greatest. Right? So I went on to Uber Eats, and Starbucks had, like, if you spend $15, it's free delivery. Yeah. Um, so I made sure that I had ordered enough stuff. And I can see, like, that he's leaving, like, picked it up, going to your place. And then he calls me, and he's like, I can't find this place. Like, I don't know where it is, and... I was like, okay, and I mean, I'm terrible at directions, yeah. first of all. So, I'm like, if you tell me that you're east of somewhere, like, I, there's no way. Like, yeah. And I'm like, you have GPS. Like, how is it not
1: Yeah, like, working? that's literally your job.
0: Yeah. And he's like, this is wasting my time. And he kept saying that it was wasting his time. I'm like, dude, like, this is your job. The yeah, like, I don't place.
1: think Uber driving is for you.
0: Right? If and driving is a
1: waste of your time.
0: And, You know, obviously he was trying to get in as much orders as he could and this one was taking too long or whatever, right? But he's like, I'm going to have to cancel the order. I'm like, I don't want you to cancel it. I want you to find the house. Yeah. Anyway, so I got him.
1: So then he called me. You gave him my number.
0: And then he was still being a total jerk.
1: I know. He was being a total ding dong.
0: And I don't know if I put in the wrong address or if he put the wrong address in. I don't know what happened. But like I had copied the address off of something else. From before, and I guess instead of street, it said Ave or something. So he was in the wrong place. Yeah. But he was being a jerk.
1: Yeah. When he was on the phone with me, I was like, okay, so it sounds like you're not in the right neighborhood even. Yeah. And he was like, this is such a waste of time. How am I supposed to find this? And I was, finally, I was just like, it sounds like you're getting a bit frustrated. Yeah. So I think you should just cancel the order. Like, obviously, this is not going to work out well. And then he he just kept talking over me, yeah, and I was trying to find out where he was. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just got really loud and I was like, "Can you hear me?" And he said, "Yeah, I can hear you." And I said, "Okay, because I've been trying to help you for the last couple minutes." Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, like, it sounds like you're getting really frustrated." Mm-hmm. And um, he was really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. And then so that was fine then he hung up on me. He had was done with it. So I was like, "Okay, well, nice gesture, but like it yeah. was the thought that counts." <laughs> and then um he called me. So then you left a one-star review or something. No,
0: I um was able to go in and edit his tip to zero. Right, right. Cuz I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't um because the ride like because it was still technically going, like yeah. he hadn't canceled it, I couldn't Reach out to anybody. I couldn't do right. anything. So the only thing it said was um, adjust tip. Right. So I was like, all right, I'll adjust your tip.
1: But then he phoned me back. Yeah. And he was like, what's your address? And I was like, I thought you canceled the order. He's like, well, I might as well try and get it to you. And I was like, oh, please don't come and murder my family. <laughs> oh, so I gave him my address and then he repeated it back to me. And then you got a notification a little while later saying it was canceled. Yeah, it was yeah. canceled. They Sorry, they couldn't connect with you.
0: Yeah. So he just obviously gave yeah. up and trying to find. I mean, I hope you enjoyed your Americano and your protein box.
1: Oh, my God. I love those ginger pro- cookies. <gasps> love ginger cookies. I, know. Well, I tried. Well, it's the thought that counts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't end up costing me anything. So that was fine. Yeah. And I guess I do have two $10 off. Like my next Uber, so that's <laughs> good. Order, so yeah, that's that not. is really good. I just can't get Uber Eats out here, so I have to be in the city to do it.
1: Um, that just reminded me of our pal Inder. Oh, <laughs> what that was that on Boxing Day, Christmas, Christmas Eve,
0: Eve? Yeah, Christmas yeah. I was here Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah. Eve, and I got a text message from Amazon allegedly, mm. and it said, "Hi, this is inderjeet from Amazon. <laughs> I am my van keeps getting stuck going to your house." can you come to this plaza to meet me to collect your your package? I'm in a white van.
0: <laughs> he literally said, I'm in an unmarked white yeah. van in a parking lot. And I was
1: like, "Um, no, thank you. No, no sir, Mr. Inder. Not like, I today. will not. And so I was like, well, I'm not home. Like, I'm not. No, like, we only have one car working in the snow. And so I was like, can you just drive down the main street and I can get someone to meet you? And then he's like, what are they wearing? So then I was like, lindy send so me a picture lindy as bait yeah kid- i was like just in case you get kidnapped i need to know what you're wearing and then she said she was on the corner for 10 minutes and she saw him drive right past her turn around and then he Did got he get stuck i think yeah. he got stuck again and so lindy just left like because <laughs> he was down another street like two blocks away and then two hours later the package showed up on the doorstep and
0: what was in the package that it was so just
1: a huh? single coat hook <laughs> from amazon that i want to bring to my office she was so mad and i was like i didn't know what it was i didn't know if it was legit all i know oh is gosh. that so inder couldn't funny. find us and, and wanted whenever me to go you and
0: ask you to meet him in a parking lot in a white van yeah don't do it the answer is no send your partner my- <laughs>
1: god man we've just been chatty kathies
0: no we've had a lot going on but but
1: today's episode Is our new BFFs. I know, our friends from Out Podcast. Yeah. Kat and Kara um, have a podcast, and it's called Out, or Out Podcast, Mm -hmm. and I was interviewed by them with my coming out story back in, I think, August, Mm -hmm. and we said we'd love to have them on our podcast, Mm -hmm. just to talk about, like, how they came out of the closet, and how they decided to start a podcast. Yeah, how they met,
0: how their podcast is going. Yeah. And in
1: conclusion, they are lovely.
0: They are we had a little trouble with the audio.
1: Oh yes, we had yes. to use
0: Zoom instead of our trusty ZenCaster.
1: Yeah, Zoom is not my super friend when it comes to editing okay. for sound quality. So I find that the audio is not great, and I'm sorry, but you've been warned. But either way, <laughs> the content is really good. The episode's yes. really good. Yes. So give it a listen and just love us and just
0: love us anyways. Just despite love our flaws. us. And that's it. All right, well,
1: enjoy. Let's get into it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see it. Listen, guys, no small talk. Let's just get into it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Hummus. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have a little disclaimer being like, listen, guys, we literally <laughs> talk for an hour and a half before. We started yeah. <laughs> <today."> <laughs> it's time to get to the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, still, though, I feel like we could just talk to you guys forever. I'm so excited to oh, actually yeah. get together and hang out maybe over Christmas or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: Totally. That would be awesome. I'm cracking a beer. I'm cracking a beer right no, it's Saturday. So did it. Hummus.
1: I wish I had um, just like brewed an entire pot of coffee in over here, but I'm just like <laughs> sipping what I have. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's um, nice to just have this like podcast buddies too, you know. Just uh totally. I don't know. It's you know, like when you're doing stuff like this, it's a lot of um well, it's fun, but it's also work. So it's just nice to be able to bounce stuff off each other.
1: Yeah, yep. totally.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I'd love to get started with just having you guys tell us who you are individually. Um, like Kara, who are you? Kat, who are you? Where mm. are you from? What do you do?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm Kara Underwood and I uh I originate from <laughs> Saskatchewan <laughs> in Canada. Uh, from a small town called Abbey, and I'm a oh, farm girl.
1: I forgot yeah. about that. Is Abbey south or north? Or
2: it's actually, so there's the number one highway, which goes east and west in Canada, and so yeah. there's Swift Current
1: on the number one. I I'm, think you mean Speedy Creek.
2: Yeah, yes, that's exactly what I meant to say, <laughs> Speedy Creek. <laughs> and uh, Speedy Creek <laughs> is an hour uh, south of me, actually, so I'm closer to the South Saskatchewan River. Oh um, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, a little town called Abbey. And yeah, I grew up on a farm there with four sisters and um yeah, and then basically moved to Saskatoon, adventured around the world in uh <laughs> into uh, you know, city life that was uh that was enjoyable. Saskatoon is a beautiful city. It's awesome. So nice. Very um, I loved Saskatoon. Other than it gets really fricky and cold. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was it. But I I still loved it. Beautiful city. And then I ended up moving to uh, to Medicine Hat for school. Uh college, sorry. And that's where I met my wonderful friend Kat, Kathleen mm-hmm. Dinning the first. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah. And but uh but yeah that's kind of how how everything came about. Um just ended up in medicine hat took ecotourism there and realized that wasn't really for me moved to calgary and that's um uh, i moved to calgary for just a new opportunity new change of scenery you know uh and that's kind of where i ended up and ended up meeting my wife here and now you know we've been married together for 10 years and uh and yeah now we live just outside of calgary and uh, on an acreage, and and we have f- five cats and two beautiful little d- new puppies, border collies. <laughs> oh my god! And, and yeah, uh, but yeah, cat and I have stayed in touch uh, as buddies. Thankfully, for since college, and it's just been mm-hmm. one of those relationships that you know you just kind of like. It doesn't take effort. It's just yeah. there, and and like you. Yeah. It doesn't take effort. It's just an easy relation. Do you guys understand that? I don't know.
1: Sometimes being friends with Michelle. I'm I'm just joking. (laughs) I don't
2: know about that. And that's Kara's
3: perspective. I have a different opinion.
1: You jerk. Okay, go on. Tell me. So Kat, yeah. Why don't you tell us about you?
3: Sure. All right. Born and raised Calgarian. um, And then I... Uh, yeah, I worked at um, summer camps, super outdoorsy as a kid. And working at summer camps um, really ignited my love for the outdoors. And so I got accepted into the ecotourism program at Medicine Hat College. And I was stoked because I really wanted to get away from my life in Calgary, just like be independent, do something different. And I still remember the first day I met Kara, we were all in the class together and like, oh, she seems nice. And and then we became really good buddies, which was awesome. And that was a good experience for me, just to be a bit more independent and do my thing. Um, so I ended up graduating the full program for four years in Medicine Hat. And then I moved back to Calgary, and I started working at uh, Mount Equipment Co-op, MEC, which oh, is now private. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I worked there on the floor, and then I became a manager there. Um, and then about seven years later, I just, I don't know why, but the, the coast was really pulling me there here where I am now. And so, uh, luckily, um, MEC moved me out to Vancouver. It was an amazing scenario. It was just like the universe was like, yes, you need to go there. So yeah. And I, and again, I just, I needed, I needed to do my own thing. I needed to figure out who I was outside of the Calgary scene. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I moved out to van and I've been here ever since I did leave MEC and now I work, um, in HR, which I absolutely love. And it coincides with my coaching. Um, I'm also a life coach as well. So I'm kind of on this new journey of, of really getting into the, the people side of things. And plus having our podcast is just incredible. So yeah, Mm -hmm. so I live in van, um, it's good, I love the coast I, I miss my family a ton, and Kara a little bit um, yeah. And other friends, but <laughs> uh yeah, but um it's it's good, it's a good life. I've got a great dog and um great people out here on the coast, so it's going mm-hmm. well.
2: I should also mention uh cats. Kat married my wife and I, so, like, mm-hmm. Kat, what? Kat's a very yeah. special individual. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really yep, nice. She, I know. She did such a great job, too. It was wonderful. It was beautiful, actually. I couldn't yeah. have imagined it. Just having my best friend up there marrying us was a pretty touchy moment. Yeah so awesome.
0: darling yeah. that's why yours went into the crapper because I didn't marry you yeah I was yeah
1: <laughs> I mean also it was to a man but I
0: think yeah. primarily it's yeah. you
1: didn't marry us yeah obviously yeah
0: <laughs> we'll better next time come on yes, yeah next time so, yeah
3: well that's another thing too like with Kara and Ash her wife you know being a part of their moment was really special but the three of us always make an effort i mean there was maybe one or two years so far me living in vancouver where we haven't been able to go on a trip together but every summer the three of us are together like staying in the same camper van their their camp their tent trailer and just we i mean i just love them i mean they're they're so special in my life so the fact that kara and i can do this together is just it's really amazing for us because we just feel like yes we're on this journey to help people but we're also on this journey together which is Mm -hmm. really
0: awesome that's mm-hmm. on awesome. yeah. that right. Is that you can you can do this stuff and you can still be connected while yeah. you're far away from each other, right? Mm-hmm. Totally,
2: we're like yeah. Tegan and Sarah,
3: really. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no difference.
1: <laughs> nope. not at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so, both of you um, identify as queer, lesbian, gay. Ah, gay, lesbian. Although
2: yeah. you know, it's one of those words that just like has a such a a negative vibe to me, but I still identify as a lesbian. Yes.
3: Well, for me, I I identify as gay. I don't know, like lesbian to me and queer just don't resonate. So it's uh-huh. gay woman. That's me.
1: I do find yeah. that really it's interesting, say, like <laughs> depending on sort of what your exposure to the words was, yeah. Like one of our very good friends who is um, in her fifties and retired, like detests the word queer because it was really derogatory term when she was younger Um, Uh but for some reason for me like to me queer just is just a bigger umbrella term and I feel like I fit under that Um, Mm -hmm. but like also lesbian and gay yeah so were you guys both out when you met or I don't know can you talk a little bit about when you guys came out oh sure Carol I'll let you take one (laughs) first.
2: These are moments that, like, yeah, you don't talk about until until you're asked about it, which I don't think I ever really have. I just remember, um, so actually, no, I went to college as, I mean, as, uh, I don't want to say straight, because I think I knew, I don't want to say I even think, I know I wasn't, but I really wanted to be straight. Oh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there was, and I haven't even had told my coming out story on my own podcast yet, so. Well, I mean,
1: save all the details. I was just I was like, when you came out. Yeah, right, the general yeah, okay. overview.
2: Yeah, okay, general overview. I actually, Kat and I uh, had uh, buddies in college, and I ended up dating one of those girls. And so we were secretly dating behind the scenes, and then I ended up telling Kat on the chairlift in Elkwater, in Hidden <laughs> Valley Ski Resort, in Elkwater. Um, Alberta, uh, we're going up this, the chairlift, and I was like, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, I can see you, but I don't remember exactly what I said. I, was, I think I was just like, "Hey, cat, like I'm gay" or something like that. And you were like mm-hmm. so offended. I told you last,
3: <laughs> oh, and then it was oh, like I made s- it about myself. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. And then it was this secret, you know, that that uh, my ex and I had been dating uh, kind of behind cat's back I think that was also it is that we were all buds and it was just this mm. secret and so that, you know hey cat maybe you can speak to that that's how I felt
3: well yeah I mean it was just like at the time I was like oh why did you keep this from me but now it makes sense now like being more educated about everything so don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: My God, (laughs) love you.
2: (laughs) I won't. I won't lose sleep over it anymore.
1: thanks (laughs) And Kat, what about you? Uh, yeah. General
3: overview. So, yeah, Kara came out a long time before I did, for sure. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah, I Mm. didn't come out until my late twenties when I was chased out of the closet. Um, (laughs) you know, and and I don't want to give away too many details, but it it was one of those things where I I really thought I was straight and I like had really intense best friendships but thought that they were just best friendships and then Mm -hmm. um, I started to get some inclinations that I was like maybe attracted to women and so I thought oh maybe I'm bi and then really maybe that's why the universe told me to move to Vancouver because when I moved (laughs) to I got chased so hard out of the closet by um, someone I worked with, actually. And yeah, and then after that, I, so this was, I'm 38 now, so this was when I was 29-ish. After that ended, I tried to go back to guys, like the most beautiful mountain man, like he would be my perfect, he would be my husband, Uh and he was really uh into me. I was like, yes, okay, what is happening? And um, yeah, and then I just thought like, no, 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 I need to really check this out for myself and then yeah I mean now I can like really appreciate a man and his beauty and all of that stuff but I am definitely wanting to be with a woman for the rest of my life there it's just like a different, deeper deeper connection that yeah that I, yeah so yeah. it's just like my truth was hiding for a very long time, but now I'm just, like, super gay, and I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Cara, were you really surprised when she came out, or were you just like, um, duh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. I was kind of, like, just waiting, but at the same time, and I know, you know, that it kind of goes back to uh, just, it's got to be on your terms, Yeah, and a lot of times people or might not I shouldn't say a lot of times but I've heard in our podcast people might call people out on it and that can be that can almost push people further back in the closet it can maybe it's just it's something that people are going to do on their terms Mm -hmm. so don't push people or rush people into something that's so huge for them yeah so yeah, yeah Um, uh, but yeah no I didn't uh call her on it but yeah my I mean right from college I think Kat you always kind of got razzed about it um mm. from our buddies you know just like come on Cat, come on Cat, like you know <laughs> <laughs> you know and even but even meanwhile I was making
3: out with dudes on the dance floor like <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. Didn't. <laughs>
2: yeah but uh but yeah so it's it's just an interesting kind of like realization it's a self you have to get there yourself and uh yeah. she well and I will out. say that Kara
3: Kara was one of the best about that um she never ever ever said that to me and I I love that about her because I did have people from the time I was eighteen. And beyond that, say like, you're gay, you're gay. It's like, I didn't, like, don't peg me. And it, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't help me when you say that. And I had to come to my own conclusion. And yeah, some people may have said after the fact, like, oh yeah, I, I, I kind of knew, or I knew the whole time and that's fine. But th- like, that still doesn't feel great. But right. at mm-hmm. the same time, yeah. they weren't, they weren't pegging me. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't do anyone any favors.
0: And well, yeah. and all,
1: what about your, uh, coming out story? <laughs> um,
0: I'm straight. I identify as straight. Don't get me wrong. Out? I love the link. Uh, uh, lesbian TikTok has really made me question a few things. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: Um,
0: no, but you, you and everybody I, else. Right? it's, it's, it's a trap for sure. Um, That's a thing. but as a, I guess as a straight person, um, I will say that I've definitely made those mistakes saying the wrong thing, right? Like maybe saying like, Oh, I had a feeling or, you know, just things like mm-hmm. that, that you don't really think about that could, you know, affect that person or hurt that person. Like their coming out journey is a journey with themselves first. And then, you know, so it's like, don't rush it. Don't label them. Don't you know that's not yours to do mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. um yeah,
0: but yeah, I definitely have made those mistakes before in the past, but i I try very hard now to just kind of be open with with anyone's identity or sexual orientation and mm-hmm. just let them be themselves, right I'm raising five children um mm-hmm. who I want to be able to feel uh good and comfortable and confident no matter what, so yeah um it's definitely been a a a learning uh, mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh, Michelle you're a good ally <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up>. yeah <laughs> I remember
2: there was a lady I worked with one time and uh, I knew she knew that I was gay and then uh and I was like oh you probably I think we had been talking about some somebody knowing uh that I was yeah. gay you know because at work it's like a thing I, I don't know for me it was like a. I didn't mm-hmm. I was never like hey I'm gay and like it was it was kind of the secret <laughs> always and kind of It's still kind of my thing, but, um, but yeah, so she, she was like, you know, that's not my story to tell. And I like those words actually always stuck with me because she's such a, one of those ladies that just like, she had a code and it was like, that's not my story to tell. Mm -hmm. And I just, I valued it. Totally love that. What a good, what a good message for anything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe
0: some people are trying to be allies so much that they do speak for the person, you know, when they shouldn't. Yeah.
3: Good,
2: good it's point. Not,
0: it's not up to them to do that. It's up to them to support and let them, you know, speak when they want to speak about it. Yeah,
2: that's yeah, true. For sure.
0: Yeah, and
3: I mean, that's what we've noticed in doing our show is we have a lot of allies listening. Mm-hmm. And they're they're listening to educate themselves on what to, what to say based on the perspectives that are coming forward. Uh-huh. And that's been a really cool thing. Hey, Kara, just knowing totally. that people- yeah, like they're they're learning based on these stories um, because we we do still have a long way to go when it comes to uh, knowledge and ed- education. So, yeah,
2: like yeah, yeah we just uh, interviewed or had a guest. He's the president of P flag in uh, a place P flag York in Toronto, and yeah, so bringing awareness to that. If you want to be an ally, you can join a P flag organization that is just. Allies. That education alone is just being there. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to have it all together. Like as far as just joining something like that, you can just be in the. Like you said, you just have to have your heart in the right place. So that was really cool to hear too.
1: Wow. Yeah. And so, can you maybe talk a little bit about how did your podcast come to be, um, and sort of some of the journey about like why you started it?
3: Kara, mm-hmm. I'll let you take this since you were the brain. The first brain behind it.
1: <laughs> Let's be
2: honest, I'm the only brain. No, Yeah, I'm
3: <laughs>
2: yeah I walked right
3: into that one.
2: <laughs> no, so I couldn't be doing this without a cat. And I really say that because, because it's, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit of support. And for me, that was, I, I had the idea, I had the vision, and I knew Cat was was also she also had, I guess, her heart in the right place at the right time. And so we the stars just really aligned when she was wanting to start her own podcast in a different kind of avenue. and uh, and I had mentioned to her that I want to start this podcast. I know podcasting is is uh, a great way to to kind of reach people. And I feel like if we start a podcast where it's just sharing coming out stories, wouldn't that be cool? Just hear simply coming out stories Mm -hmm. from people from all walks of life, from all around the world. And uh, because I remember when I, and the the idea of my podcast kind of came from when I was coming out myself a long time ago, even before college, actually, to myself, uh, I was looking for some literature or something to... Because that was before the internet, even.
1: <laughs> Gosh. We're very old. pre before the internet,
2: children. <laughs> but, uh, um. so I was in a library. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking for literature. Uh, something like, if anybody knows the chicken soup series, it's kind of yeah. like, I was looking for something like that, and I actually specifically looked up chicken soup like in the chicken soup section like there gotta be something about gay people and this no there wasn't so uh that was the idea is I needed something like short stories about gay people that's what I was specifically kind of looking for and um and yeah that's exactly kind of where my idea came from is just having these little short stories short uh non-fiction stories that people can lean into and relate to and hopefully feel like there's a community out there of people who are like exactly like you, who you can feel like you know we've gone through the same things. We're we're going through the same things at at the same time, and so you're not alone. That's kind of what hey Kat, That's kind of yeah. how, what our message is. So
3: yeah, well, and it, I mean when Kara asked me to start this up with her, it ju- it just became this amazing partnership. Like we just. We have the same vision for this, and that's to help people who are struggling, um, who are struggling to come out, or, or who have just come out, offering that support, offering yeah. that validation, offering that camaraderie. Um, know, just the thing. yeah, that, and that connection. Um, because we say this, we're in the community, but we need to make sure that it's an actual community. You know, yeah, yeah, we can't we can't just call it that but then it not be that. And yeah, I mean, Kara and I just we have different roles in what we do. You know, I'm the editor, she does the marketing, just like you guys, you have your yeah. own roles. <laughs> yeah. And um but but yeah, I mean, it was just like getting into a rhythm. And um we yeah, like I said, we just have this this vision and this common goal that's helping us with this partnership and so it's been it's been fun. And we're just getting it's- started too.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you guys just yeah. started in March, right?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's of course our link to Carling with you being a guest on our podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is, yeah. yeah. Cause uh, yeah, we found you on,
1: yeah, we found you on Instagram. I, you, you just, yeah. somebody we should know. And then you were looking for coming out stories. And I remember thinking like, what a fantastic, you know, I talk quite openly on a lot of different things yeah. about what a difference it would have made in my life you know, when I was 14, 15, if I'd had access to other queer people or gay people, um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. other than what was on like, uh, Jerry Springer whisperly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that was what was on TV <laughs> when you were talking about gay people. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I just think like, it's such an important thing that you guys are doing and you've interviewed people like kind of from all over the world, it seems like.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Like, uh, it's actually surprising. We have we've interviewed three or four guests from South Africa. Uh I don't know why, but it's just it just kinda has happened. So that is I can't think of any place farther. Uh Dublin, I think Ireland. And yeah. uh but yeah. So it's gonna be it's just the start of it like Kat said. And you know we have a um I think we're in fifty different countries we're being downloaded.
1: Wow. That's
2: amazing. Um,
0: so that's awesome. It's
2: huge for us because that's really the, the goal is just to reach more people and make people feel like they're not alone.
3: And it's and, also to like a, a perspective when it comes to um, how mainstream it's coming in, uh, becoming in Canada and it's been legal, like marriage is uh, legal now, which is amazing, but it's still being gay is still illegal in 70 different countries. Wow. And so we can move the needle in Canada, but we want people in I don't know, this is a random country, Botswana, yeah. to, to hear this and see light at the end of the tunnel because of they're dealing with things that we could never imagine. You know, yeah. just when it was illegal in Canada and the United States before Stonewall, that's what they're dealing with. They're 50, 60, 100 years behind us. And so I, doing this podcast for me personally has opened my eyes to more of a global perspective to be like no we need to keep doing this for them because they're they're being muzzled
2: yeah yeah and to not take it for granted that we do have it but you know it shouldn't be taken for granted here as well
0: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely i like what you were saying about being part of the community and then feeling like you need you know like you want to be part of the community as in contributing to it. And I think that's such Mm -hmm. a, you know, that's what you're doing, right? It's a, you're putting these stories out into the community and you're sharing other people's stories so that people can come to your podcast and say, you know, this was their experience. I'm not alone because like what Carling was saying, our experience when we were younger um, to see someone who was gay either on a television show or on a reality show or a trashy you know, talk show, it wasn't yeah. a positive thing or it was a secret or it was shameful or it was, you know, there was violence involved. And it's, you know, to have yeah. these coming up stories that are, you know, maybe not all mm-hmm. positive, but can yeah. up in a positive way is something that people need to see.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I'm so surprised at how many, not... <laughs> For any anybody listening i it's coming from a place of good i I'm really surprised at just how many allies listen to us to be honest mm-hmm. i I had expected it was more people who had uh, who were just struggling with coming out to be honest and so I love how many allies are writing us and just saying like, this is, I wish want to learn more. I want to educate myself. I want to think just the other day we interviewed Kat's brother, actually as an ally, we do something called ally perspectives. So just having an ally's perspective on how the coming out story went for them, a totally different perspective and how maybe you as an ally can react or process uh, somebody coming out to you.
3: Uh, Yeah. That's, that's been really cool. I mean, he's like one of our biggest fans. It's been lovely, but not just because he's my brother and we're really close, but because he's trying to educate himself, which I think is Mm -hmm. very important and amazing because he has two girls and it's, I want him to be that type of dad who understands and is educated and open and, is, and you know i mean i'm gay so all of that together is is really wonderful and so if siblings out there can hear his story um they can relate to that as a sibling so yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's it's about educating yourself and you know to michelle's point just learning things owning things that you might've said in the past that were kind of dickish. And, yeah. you know, I think one of the important things about what you guys are doing is creating this community um, so that if, you know, if somebody is at a family Thanksgiving and they're, you know, getting a lot of things thrown at them that they're not comfortable with, they have, you know, sort of a space or a community or a group of people that they can at least feel exist out there that, that mm-hmm. support them. How has it been starting a podcast because were you guys avid podcast listeners, anyway, um, or was this just like totally a new realm for you to get into? Not
2: for me, a totally new realm. Cat, you're uh, avid, hey? Uh,
3: well, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and I think from from the back end for me, it was it was pretty easy, just because um, having my own life coaching business, I was kind of in the WordPress side of things. So I understood the, the links and all of that stuff. So getting into the podcast world was, wasn't too terrifying, <laughs> but at the same time, there were things about it that were like, oh my God, I don't, whoa. Like how does iTunes, how do I link iTunes to the show? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But one of my sister's really good friends who she works with, he has his own podcast. So we actually, when I was home in calgary last christmas we had a beer with him and yeah what's
2: what's his podcast called again
3: uh locker room talk or something it's like yeah, a sport, yeah. Sport yeah, show. sports show yeah 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 good guy awesome uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. Which was great because um, he he just gave us the rundown of the podcast world and how to be consistent and all that stuff. So that was really nice. So Kara and I being together because we don't live in the same city. When we are in the same city, we do spend a lot of time together doing stuff. And so it did take a bit of time to figure out like, okay, how do we host? What happens here and there? But now I don't know. It's kind of like a machine that you build, and now you just need to oil it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Just
1: I remember when we first decided, we're like, yeah, let's start a podcast. And we were like, I think we had an Instagram account and an email account before we even knew how to have a podcast. We just knew it, we were into it. And then yeah. people would be like, oh my God, like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to find out though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know, yeah, <laughs> we're airing this weekend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, we really lucked out. Our friend from high school who lives in New York has a yep. few podcasts, and I just sent her a message and was like, Um, how do I podcast? And she was so into it, and <laughs> oh, she was so great, so helpful, yeah. So, but it's, yeah, it's a learning curve for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's one uh-huh. of those
3: things, though, you just have to, like, if you want to do it, just do it. <laughs> like, I, I noticed with our hosting site, Podbean. Any time, I'm like, I don't get how to link that to that, and I email support, and they're they're with me right away. So it's just a matter of getting past that barrier of how to do something, and then just like, okay, we did it. Here we yeah. are.
2: Yeah, and a lot of times I find um, people want to, and this is such a kind of cliche to thing thing to say, but the reinventing the wheel. But it's so true. You know, other people are doing this. Just mm-hmm. look it up and yeah. see yeah. how they're doing it, and totally. keep it simple. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like keep it simple so you can get your message out, whatever it is. If you feel like you have a message, whatever it is, not even just podcasting. If you want to do anything, just keep it simple and, and see what others are doing and just kind of make it happen.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And so just do your, it. <laughs> your guys's podcast is called, is it called out podcast or is it just called out? Out podcast. And I you see, guys are found okay, everywhere, yeah. right?
2: Everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you you can listen to us on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're now on
3: Patreon too. So it gives people a elevated experience if they wanted to join that, Um, Mm -hmm. which you two are familiar with. Yeah. I think
1: Patreon has been so nice because for all types of creators, it's such a nice way for people who want to support us in, you know, if they have the capacity to support in a bigger way, um, it kind of creates this other level of, Community and a sense of like support, uh, which has been really, really nice
0: yeah,
2: so that we can continue sharing the message, basically, you know because uh, yeah, we I mean we have full- time jobs, but we also love doing this. this is this is something that we are pretty passionate for and about, and so um, to do it is wonderful and and we love doing it together, yeah. and that's just kind of a bonus is being able to um, to share content with people and and um, potentially making it, um, something that we can rely on, I guess. Mm, yeah. well, so, who knows
1: this time next yeah. year, we might just, this might be for the four of us, our full-time jobs. Mm. And we'll be going on <laughs> tour together. Maybe.
3: Yes. Maybe.
1: Sending it out
3: there universe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Kat, maybe yeah. we, all three of us need to access your life coaching services. Yes. To let's really it. like blow this up. Yeah. yeah. you know. Done. And
2: I think the key to this is just take the word maybe out and it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Let's <laughs> yeah. well, this look time at, next year. <laughs>
3: yeah. Look at what's happened for all four of us in the last not even year. Cause you two started around the same time we did. Yeah. Like March, the end yeah. of March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, just the, the people that we've met, the reach that we've Both had on our shows, all of us have had on the shows. And just imagine what's going to happen in a year. Then we'll be on tour. I mean, we'll be opening for Beyonce and Jay Z. (laughs) We're going to have our own private jet. We'll be all over the world. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's incredible. Well, we, so we'll link on our show notes, we'll link to your Instagram and your Patreon um, and everywhere that we can find you. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah. We're just like, so um, thankful to have found you guys. And we have like a little friendship started. Yeah. Well, your (laughs) show
3: is so great. I mean, I, I listened to your show and it's, uh, it's really like the the guests you have on, it shows a lot of bravery from what they've been through. And Mm -hmm. I just, I think of your show as hope, you know, just sharing, sharing those stories of, of just the you know, the trauma or just challenges that people have gone through and they're on the other side of that. So what you guys are doing too, is very important. So thank
1: you Mm -hmm. so much. Yes. You're such a love fest. Oh, love you. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on our little show. Thank you for having us. Such a big show. I know. Such a giant (laughs) show. Big production. (laughs) And it only took us like an hour and a half to get our audio sorted. So, (laughs) well, we'll let you carry on with your day. But thank you so much for for chatting with us. And we'll have to have you back yes Yes, thank you for your time
0: thank you thanks guys have a good day okay bye bye michelle carling
1: do you think your kids have burned down the house yet
0: uh i can still hear them this is i mean don't (laughs) i want to say don't have kids but (laughs) that's not fair because i love my kids but like maybe don't podcast and have children. yeah i I I just
1: like i need to like turn down their volume
0: if we could put them in a room that has soundproofing yeah there's our idea and
1: then like do whatever you're gonna do in there yell to your heart's content yeah but they're literally just yelling over chicken fingers in the oven Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. it's wild it is wild you Um, would be shocked at all the things that they could fight or yell over
1: yeah oh to be a kid Mm -hmm. um but Kat and Kara thank you so much
0: yes thank you for joining us that was so fun. Yeah,
1: that was really nice, and I can't wait to meet you in person. We didn't get to meet you over Christmas because of these restrictions and lockdown, yeah. but hopefully, maybe by summertime, we'll be able to connect Ooh, in person, we can have, like
0: patio beers and yeah, yeah, be in the sun. Yeah, oh, that sounds wonderful.
1: Um, guys, if you haven't already, we would love it if you left us a review mm-hmm. and follow us on social media. We're anywhere pretty much at I did not sign up for this.
0: Did we want to um, make a big announcement about the email that we got a little while ago about how famous we are?
1: I just think it's a scam. I don't know. Some guy named Carlos emailed us (laughs) and said that we were trending in Indonesia.
0: Yeah. That we were, like, number seven on the list of, like, Like comedy podcasts or something. Yeah.
1: So Um, I don't know if we're tooting our own horn or falling for a scam. (laughs) I mean, we're not giving him any money. He just wanted to let us know that we are trending in Indonesia. But
0: if you are out there in Indonesia and you love us, let us know.
1: Yeah, maybe because my analytics don't show a huge trend in Indonesia. But what do I know?
0: Exactly. Also, check out our Patreon.
1: Yeah, we're on Patreon. There's now over 16 or 17 bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. And... I was gonna say that they're ad free. All of our episodes are ad free <laughs> so far, but these are for all like forever going to be ad free. And um, we'll get a sponsor one day. <laughs> uh, so check us out at patreon.com/slash. I did not sign up for this. Yeah. And um, we're working on some exciting things for 2021.
0: Yes, we are.
1: We're getting a lot of questions about merch that people can buy. Oh. We're getting a lot of questions about um, upcoming. Interviews that we're doing, we've got a ton that I'm so excited about.
0: Oh my gosh, it's going to be incredible!
1: Yeah, so um, you know, buckle up, get ready, strap
0: on your seat. Oh, I wasn't (laughs) going to say the thing you thought I was going to say.
1: Because 2021 (laughs) is going to be really good, and we want you guys. Too excited about 2021. You know what? 2021 is just going to be be even. Whatever it
0: needs to be, we're not going to scare it Even Steven. We're just gonna come in real quiet. Yeah. We're not gonna make noise. No, but everything is be just... cautiously
1: optimistic yes. about the things that this podcast is going to bring we you. We
0: cannot promise anything else outside of the podcast that's going to be good. In oh yes, I
1: only speak for this podcast. <laughs> everything else is just could go down the crapper. But um, okay, guys, enjoy the rest of your day and happy, happy New, New Year. New Year. Oh, yeah. Because this is coming out on Tuesday. New Year's is Wednesday.
0: New Year's Eve is or
1: Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Well, happy almost New Year's Eve, you guys. Yeah. If you've been with us since the beginning, I don't know. I feel like somehow we did it. We made it. We did it's it. It's the end of this year. So, bye. Bye.